Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of the rap music plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. One commonly held and terrible trait that a lot of music fans have is that they view artists like music-making machines instead of actual human beings. This gross way of thinking manifests in those tweets you you may see of, oh, Kanye just broke up with Kim. He'll be so heartbroken, like he was when he made 808s in My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Can't wait for his next album. Or, I low-key wish Eminem got addicted to drugs again so he could drop another classic. It's this kind of weirdo talk that, one, really disgusts me, but really comes to mind when I take in Isaiah Rashad's comeback album, The House is Burning. Because from a human perspective, I am so happy for Isaiah Rashad. After what seems to be years and years of drug addiction and of depression, even issues with poverty, which really surprised me, which you can learn more about in this really great article on Isaiah Rashad's recent years that I'll link to on the website post for this episode. But all this to say is that he's gone through so much and it seems like he's genuinely in a much better place. He seems to have turned a corner and become happier in his life. And I don't want to lose sight of this as I talk about this album, because like I said, these artists actually are human beings And from that perspective, I'm really happy. It really makes me feel good listening to this album just for that aspect alone. But from a music perspective, my feelings towards this album are not as rosy or as positive. Isaiah Rashad, TDE artist, someone who has been highly anticipated to drop for many years now, finally after five years has just dropped The House Is Burning, his third official album. Rashad's from Chattanooga, Tennessee, so he's a Southern artist, and the only Southern artist on the TDE roster, which is notable. My personal experience with Rashad's music has been terrific, I think. Sylvia Demo was was really good, and then The Sun's Tirade was really fantastic. So I, like everyone else, it really seemed like in the rap community, was super pumped to check out this record. Rashad's music has been growing in smoothness and mellowness ever since his first mixtape, Sylvia Demo. Sylvia had a lo-fi and deeply intimate production sound, but unlike his later projects, still featured a more conventional rapping style. Whereas the next album, The Sun's Tirade, saw Rashad really lean into this smoked-out, low-key rapping style 
that emphasized melody and his singing more, all with a unique balance of subtlety in the instrumentation and the lyricism, but also did have some really biting and emotionally evocative moments lyrically that I absolutely loved. Personally, this was my favorite Isaiah Rashad album by quite a large margin. He beautifully portrayed his struggles with addiction and depression in such a captivatingly authentic way. As a pretty high-profile artist, he still has a remarkable ability to humanize his music, and this album was the perfect example for that. On top of that, the beats were so smooth, but had a certain texture and detail that I thoroughly enjoyed. Other than a bit of a bloated track list towards the end, Sun's tirade was incredible. And now we have The House is Burning, which definitely continues this trend into smooth territory. At his best, Isaiah can make a song that has such an infectious casual southern swing that grabs you and never lets you go. Examples of these trademark wavy Isaiah Rashad bangers are still to be found on this album, most notably The House's Burning title track and R.I.P. Young. But those aren't nearly as arresting as some of Isaiah's best material. Headshots is probably the only track in this vein on The House's Burning that reached the heights of some of Rashad's best work, like Forte Squaw, for example, which I consider to be the ultimate Isaiah Rashad track. Headshots was brilliantly catchy and sobering and had that bounce to it that is so not over the top, but is so goddamn infectious. It's such a great track and definitely my favorite on the album. Lewicho, on the other hand, presented an entirely new dimension to Isaiah Rashad's music that I really loved, as it still was really smooth, so it fit with the album, but it was rambunctiously hard at the same time, but in like kind of a muted way. It's, it's really odd when you think about this song from like a musical elements perspective, but I really, really loved it. Aided by a strong Duke Deuce feature and a sick 3-6 Mafia sample, this was another amazing highlight on this album. Unfortunately though, there were some genuinely bland songs on this album too, that instead of engaging me into this laid-back, irresistible groove like I've just described earlier, they just completely washed over me and took me out of the album. Claymore was too smooth, simply put, and was also placed terribly on this album. I was so amped after Lay With Ya, and to get this song right after just didn't make sense. I wasn't really primed to be in that mode because the song before was so energetic and fun, and it was just really a significant letdown of energy. All Herb had a pretty mediocre beat and rapping from Rashad that just didn't do too much for me. And then What You Said and Score featured some R&B flavors that were kind of catchy at times, I have to admit, but absolutely nothing I want to go back to. All of these songs were really begging for me to be skipped when I've listened to the song in preparation for the review. I just... I really wanted to like them, just like I really wanted to like this album, but it really lost my interest. The last point I want to make on the sound of The House is Burning 
is the production, which was very surprisingly lackluster. Normally with a TDE record, I just expect a certain level of quality in these beats, but by no means are these bad, but at times they're quite plain, they're quite bland, where I think they just go too far in the direction of creating space and atmosphere, and they kind of just end up coming off quite listless. There's not many memorable pieces of production on this album, and that's a pretty significant disappointment for me. So far, though, we've mostly only talked about the production and the songwriting. The other vitally important aspect of this album is, of course, the lyricism and the emotion that Rashad explores. Again, I've mentioned it many times, but this troubling past few years from Rashad had me really intrigued to understand what the hell happened. How did it make you feel? What have you learned from this experience? But instead, I just left this album wanting more after really not getting any sort of clarity on what happened and why. The title of The House is Burning initially suggested to me that this album would be very urgent and an emotionally visceral experience. But instead, Zay is like that character in that burning house meme. He's genuinely so calm and relaxed on this project, enveloped by significant turmoil in his personal life. And once again, going back to the first thing I mentioned in this review, I'm really happy for him. It seems like he's genuinely in such a better place mentally. But I feel like my issues with The House is Burning can be summed up by that meme. Because I feel like we hear, this is fine, from Isaiah, without necessarily understanding why. What I think Rashad was attempting to do on this album was the following. Through a subtly wavy rapping style, he wanted to illustrate peace that he's now achieved after so much turmoil that has happened over these past few years. Unfortunately though, I don't think he gets this done because I feel like there's an entire chapter of Rashad's recent years that is more or less missing or at best roughly sketched. He doesn't give me enough pieces of that trauma in order for me to understand the context surrounding this tough road that he's been on and therefore fully connect with the piece that he's now achieved. And generally, I don't find he's lyrically specific enough to really glean a lot of feelings from this album. And this is especially disappointing because from what I've heard, his recent road has been very tumultuous, to say the least. So I find there should have been a lot more stories or personal anecdotes that he could have gotten into, but we don't get any of that. He certainly brings a level of emotion and intimacy in the vocals that I like, but it's not nearly evocative of an album experience that I expected, and for, for that, it, it really does suffer. Trying to make a more positive, peaceful, uplifting kind of album, while still giving enough context to the preceding pain that was felt, is a super difficult thing to do. It requires such a delicate dance between being really on top of your game lyrically, highlighting the right amount of positivity and difficult experiences, and with Rashad specifically, while also doing this with a very laid-back Southern aesthetic. 
And after many listens, I just don't think Rashad pulls this off. The album closer is really the only time on this album where I feel like he fully put all of the pieces together, whether it comes from the theme, the lyricism, the songwriting, the production, all of that. On this two-part closer, Rashad put the struggle into words while also ending it on a melancholy but ultimately beautifully triumphant closer, boldly proclaiming that he's now finally a human being. It's, it's quite the statement, uh, which I believe is related to him no longer being consistently drunk and numbing his pain away in that sense. It really was a great closer and a really bright spot on the album. But at the end of the day, these really laid-back albums aren't always my cup of tea to begin with, unless really executed well. And I unfortunately don't think that we got this with The House is Burning. I honestly have had a hard time going back to this album because, I mean, there's been a lot of great music that has released around this time, and it just doesn't really have a lot of replay value. I listen to it, I enjoy it, it's it's solid, but I don't find myself really into what is happening on this album all that much, which is a real shame, in my opinion. It's still a solid album, but it's definitely lacking in some pretty important areas, and for that I give it a, a high 6 on 10. Once again, I want to restate that I'm really happy for Isaiah Rashad, the man, and by no means do I want to denigrate his journey or what he's gone through. Just from a music perspective, The House is Burning just doesn't grab me and keep me engaged like I wanted it to, and definitely not like some of Isaiah's best work. So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLCTV. I hope this episode gave you some fresh new perspectives on the latest rap releases, as well as a recommendation for the next great rap record to add to your collection. If you're an artist looking to level up your career, getting more gigs, album sales, merch sales, whatever it may be, I would love to help you with that by providing you artist development and writing services. So if you're interested, contact me via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram at rapmusicplugpod. I would be honored to lend my expertise and help you grow your career as an artist. And also for regular rap fans that just want to hear more quality commentary on the genre, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook to help the show grow and ensure that everyone's listening to the best rap music at all times. Follow the show on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure you leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts so that the show can be spotlighted by that wonderful algorithm and be exposed to more people. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace.